We are in the prefatory. Um, we're with Mike Westfall. And what did it? Did it? Hi, Mike. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Thank wow, you. we introduced him so early. Mike, do you know what we do in the prefatorium? Uh, I'm told that you discuss show matters and read comments. Who told you this? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we have any show matters? No. I don't believe so. All right. Do we have any? Oh. Uh, hey, John, do any comments? Nope. Thank God we moved this <laughs> into the front of the archive. Now, again, we, we're three weeks behind, so there's nothing to comment on. Oh, there's two been two episodes that have come out. Uh, our bests. No, don't you mean there have been five episodes that come out already? Mm, there's three. Three. I, I believe there's three episodes that have come out. Uh-huh. Uh, bests 2019, Best Music 2019, and Sesame Street Part 2. Yes, that is correct. Um, so there have been, and and we did get comments on, I think, the best one, or the percolator. It doesn't matter. Mike commented, <coughs> and he read his comment That's last true. week. Mm. He did. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing else since then. And I'm so, I'm so sorry to tell you. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're, um, so let's get out of the prefatorium. Oh, I thought I already left. And let's move quickly and adroitly. Let's to go, let's go on our way to where the air is sweet. Can you tell me how to get, how to get to the hour kind? <laughs> How's that? It's beautiful. It's good. Back again in uh, Sesame Street land. Yes, it's so good to be back. Is it? Yeah. You... I live near Sesame Street land. He really does. Because <laughs> they opened Sesame Street land at SeaWorld last year. At SeaWorld? I was just yeah. making yeah. that up. I didn't know SeaWorld has the Sesame Street deal. So well, they have the SeaWorld land. and Busch Gardens, yeah. and then they actually own a park in Pennsylvania called Sesame Place. That's a standalone Sesame Street park. <laughs> That's the crappy off-brand of Sesame Street. <laughs> All your favorites, like large fowl, <laughs> Belmo. No, it's legit. It's it's licensed. They have a. It's this what it says legit Sesame Street place. Or sorry, dang it, I screwed up the joke. <sighs> the mouth failed me again. All right, so so far we've talked about how this whole thing came to be. Yeah. And then. Uh, Jim Henson's involvement in it, or, or lack right. thereof. Right. And then the show starting off and how uh, some of the things it went through and the trials and tribulations of those first few years and how it became this mega hit right. thing for the ages. Uh, and then we left off with Mike taking his headphones off. No, he's back. Hey. Good. Um, what? What are headphones? Are you, what are you talking about? He doesn't wear headphones. He always, We're all sitting I, in the hour. He's, he's always wearing headphones. <laughs> I don't know what his deal is. He never takes them off. 
Um, and then Jim Henson died. Yeah. I think it's where we left off. That is yes. where we left off, yeah. All right. And then that was it. That was the end of the Muppets and Sesame Street, as we know oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> so, um, Jim Henson's funeral was beautiful. If you haven't seen uh, videos of it, go Google it. It's going to make you cry 20 times. What I'm sold. His what? His funeral. His funeral. Yes. Um, I was almost going to read you. He wrote two letters before he died, but I, I'm not going to do it because I don't feel like crying. crying. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, that being said, we got, we got a couple little loose ends we need to tie up real quick before we head back to our, our favorite street. So, Henson's dead. Mm-hmm. And Disney's like, okay, bye. Right. No, like the deal's off. We're done. Bye. Right. You know about this? Yes. You did, you did know this. I feel like you did tell us this. No. Or I read about it after the fact. Oh. After, but go on. After we talked about it or like yeah. 30 years ago? <laughs> after, <laughs> after we talked about it. All right. Probably both. So, yeah, because <laughs> their whole thing was, you, you know, yes, we want the, you know, the IP, but we also wanted Henson's involvement. Yeah. His brain, his in- ingenuity, his creativity. However, they did purchase his brain. Point of fact. <laughs> 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 to go Sitting next to Waltz. Waltz, yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Um so yeah, so Disney's like, all right, we're out. And uh, the rest of the Henson family, because it got, you know, basically this big conglomeration company versus essentially a uh, family run business. Yeah. And they're like, Yet yeah, no, like you can't just do that. And so they're going back and forth and back and forth, and in the background Disney's finishing up making Muppets 3D. Yeah. And uh, and there's all this like, and then they release it and then the Henson family kind of loses their minds and they're like, they open up a lawsuit because they're like, hey, you're using these these characters without licenses. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, it, it was basically, it was basically ours anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and then they countersued and there's a whole big thing back and forth. While all this is going on, there's like this little subsection of Disney and Henson that are working on a show together. Okay. Um, and they got a lot riding on this show because of the kind of the PR disaster that's happening with all this mess. Um, and a little show called Dinosaurs. Oh. Yeah. So it's funny. Not all the mama. This, huh? Not the mama. Exactly. Um, while all this was going on, there was this little, again, this little tiny subsection that were like, it was tense but they were just like we this domino was kicked off we can't really go back on right. it we sunk millions into this show and also this needs to be a huge hit or like right we're gonna lose all that money lose all the money we're gonna have two major black guys because of all the suing going on the public is just you know upset about henson and all this mess and dinosaurs was a huge hit everything was fine and everyone got along great after that <laughs> ah, joke um, <laughs> Dinosaurs was a huge hit. Yeah, but they're getting along great. They settled out of court finally. Right. And uh, that was pretty much how that thing wrapped up. So, like I said, it wasn't like until 10 years after that that Disney finally kind of solidified the deal. Yeah, for what I read, that it didn't, the deal never went away necessarily. It It literally took 10 years to get things 
sort of ironed out and figured out of like what what is the deal right um and so that you know like that they had the deal had had started but it wasn't uh complete like the actual like now it's Disney's Muppets or whatever. Well, yeah, the whole thing was Disney kept on saying, we have an oral contract and an applied license, and that's all we really need to do this. Uh, and Henson family was like, no. Yeah. Um, Disney did eventually put out a, uh, a an apology statement. When, when did they do that? Um, 91, <laughs> like late 91. Okay. They're like, um, uh, a serious misunderstanding and our apologies to the Henson family for any harm that may have been caused. So the 90s. Henson's nice. now dead. Oh. Um, <laughs> and the 90s were kind of a major uh, time of transition yeah. on the old Sesame Street. Um, because a lot of people, this is, gonna, what it is what it is, who were involved from the very beginning start dying off. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about uh, Joe uh, uh, Raposo a little bit later. Um, <coughs> but we also have uh, Richard Hunt. Dying of AIDS in 92. Um, CTW founder David uh, Connell. We mentioned him back in episode one. He died in 95. Um, one of the major directors. Oh, John Stone. The guy who directed a lot of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he died in 97. And then Jeff Moss, uh, one of the main writers, died in 98. So, uh, the 90s hit. And... Grunge was taken over the <laughs> airways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what is happening? Um, the uh, season 22 uh, is going to air on November uh, 12th, 1990. So this is the first season uh, post Henson. Okay. And I, I don't know, and Mike, you know, maybe you have some insight on this, but this is, this is I think it was coincidental personally but they decide to change things up a bit mm-hmm. um and like they go to this thing where they start doing kind of a cold open for the shows um where they kind of set up uh, you know what i'm talking about mike yeah i never associated that with henson dying i don't think exactly i think it's a coincidence but it was literally the very season after he passed was yeah, when this, they started right doing now. this thing wow well you know it's my episode so i figured at least, at least know a little bit I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> what in the world? I don't know. So was um, it was it kind of like The Office where every episode Big Bird would be playing a prank on Grover and <laughs> then it would cut to the theme song? Is that uh, essentially, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so they started doing this cold open uh, format. Um, the... Season twenty, uh, season twenty two was pretty uh, revolutionary. They um, there's a very famous episode. Whoopi Goldberg came on, and her and Elmo discussed uh, the celebration of like culture differences and color differences, and you know skin uh-huh. and slash fur differences, and how it's uh, it's it was very very uh, inf- uh, famous episode that, that happened. Um, and then uh, all race things were fixed. Hooray. It was great. Um, and she won an EGOT. <laughs> and she, she has an EGOT. That's true. <laughs> for that episode. They gave wow, her all they four. they gave her all four. <laughs> <laughs> because that that episode was porn f- performed live on Broadway. <laughs> yes. And she sang. 
and yeah, wrote a song. And it, it was put in theaters at the same and time. And it was also on TV. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it's just kind of ironic that it was such a landmark episode and it was 30 years ago. And we've learned nothing. <laughs> Social <This> commentary. Is- <laughs> One of our most depressing episodes yet. Yep. And and last episode ended on a down. Everybody's note. dead and we're old. Yes. yes. <laughs> and nothing's and getting better. Sesame Street in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, and so and again, I don't know if coincidentally or whatnot, but the ra- the ratings for the first time ever start to slide. Sky oh. Yes. Backtracking a little bit. Oh, Mainly no. because of a, a new show on PBS. Can anyone oh. guess who what it was? Um, Thomas the Tank Engine. No, but it's a great guess. Hallucination. Down Abbey. Mike, no surprise, is right. Barney and Friends. Oh. Hits the scene. Harmonized. Takes a huge chunk out of the old Sesame Street. No. You love me. <laughs> That's not bad. We're a happy family with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. Something. Won't you, oh. won't you say? Won't you say Yo, you love me too? That was, that was really good. Thanks. Yeah. You shut us all <laughs> up. We wanted to hear the rest. <laughs> and then I blew it at the end. Yeah. Just um, like Barney. Jeez. <laughs> Um, yeah, so ratings starting to slide a bit. Um, Barney hits the scene. What's up? Ratings are going, <laughs> getting, going getting lower. Let me in the um, club. <laughs> Money in the club. What the hell? <laughs> um, the 25th anniversary of Sesame Street rolling around, 1993. 93. And they're like, okay, ratings have been sliding for a couple of years now. Um, we need to do something. We need something. Yeah. So they come up with this thing called uh, Around the Corner. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Yes. Mm-mm. No. Mike, you want to talk about it? What's what, what? What is Around the Corner? Around the Corner, they basically extended the set. <laughs> so you would also see Around the Corner from Sesame Street. They added some new characters, new shops. It was like a whole section of the street that we had never seen before. Wow. That's great. Were they... Did they like stumble on it? Did they just suddenly be like, I don't, "Hey, what's around the corner over here?" And I think it was essentially I that. I don't know whether it just happened or, or like whether they like, all just decided to act like it's always been here. Well, I don't think it was so much they act like it's always been there because that's not really their mo. But I think it was it was kind of like a somebody mentioned something about it, and they're like, well, "Let's go take a look" or something right, like that. Right. And then they're like, "Oh shit, there's a hotel here." Right. And, it's there was a, a hotel. Yeah, it's a hotel, and there was a, I think it was a pet store, and there was, there was all kinds of stuff. Huh. So, um, that is where uh, Zoe was introduced. Oh, yes, she she was from around the corner. Baby Natasha was introduced there. Baby Natasha. Yes, this is a Telly's little sister. Oh wow. Yes. Um, and that uh. So around the corner um, was a huge hit, so much so that it lasted almost five years and they tore it down. What? <laughs> five whole years. Wow. Uh, wait, no, hold my math is off. 
Four years. Oh. <laughs> 11 <laughs> months. <laughs> <laughs> you made Mike do yeah, a spit take Mike there. That was great. <laughs> lost his drink for a second. That's yeah, and literally yeah. Uh, almost all, all the new characters and everything around the corner just was gone. Uh, Zoe was Zoe, brought yeah. on uh, to be the main cast, but pretty much every single other character that lived wow. and breathed in there just got unceremoniously kind of just wiped off the show. Jeez. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, so um, <laughs> that being said, as I'm sure you could kind of uh, guessed, uh, around the corner didn't quite do what they were hoping it was going to. Right. Uh, so ratings are still kind of. Yeah. Um, and now we're heading up to the 30th anniversary, 1999. Can you imagine all the creators in a writer's room with? A board with Barney's face on it and darts in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we gotta take this dinosaur down. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, uh, oh, hold on, um, real quick. So, um, some of the things there's still some not so much controversy, but there's some people who are just aren't digging. 90s Sesame Street. Okay. Um, uh, in 95, a journalist uh, called Sesame Street a triumph of appearance over substance. Oh, no. Um, and can, can credit its success not with quality, but with a com- combination of savvy timing, sophisticated image making, and vigorous promotion. Hmm. Wow. Do you know if that was warranted at all? Um, I mean, or so if they th- didn't understand it was for preschoolers. Well, it goes on. Uh, uh, <laughs> The person goes on says, um, "Held uh, she held, holds the show partially responsible for the declining verbal abilities of American students, and accused the show of affirming negative stereotypes about women." That has wow. been an ongoing theme throughout Sesame Street, and we didn't talk about it a whole bunch of just the lack of representation or negative representation uh, for women. Okay, but it it seems like they've been or in the last episode we talked about them responding to a lot of criticisms like that. Right, and in hindsight. For me, growing up and the little that I remember about it, it, it seemed like a, one of the people leading that for children, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would, again, from my point of view, agree with your statement 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't gone back and watched right. 90s, you know, late, late early, early 90s Sesame Street, so yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, right. You know, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. It's hard to kind of say. Well, maybe you should have since you did three episodes on it. With God. <laughs> hey. Come on. Um, <laughs> you should have watched oh, the, what, 50 years of this show? <laughs> yeah, uh, why exactly. didn't you watch it all? Um, you know. Uh, this person goes on. I guess I should, I mean, it's the, the journalist was uh, Kay uh, Himowitz. Um, she uh, teaches English literature at Brooklyn College and some other things she does. Um She's a journalist. She also wanted to say that the show uh, shows creators discourage children's, children's natural curiosity about the world. Wow. Um, Criticize the show for, instead of transforming television, uh, being devoured by it. Okay. She took issue with its use of cultural references, stating the show taught young children to embrace the negative... Good grief. Well, <laughs> Sorry, doing a little research over here. You're fine. Uh, negative <laughs> values of. Let's get in the club. <laughs> <laughs> Carney. <around> the corner. <laughs> 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 
Throw your arms up in the air. Anyone got any ball? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get crunk tonight. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Sorry. uh, No, you're fine. Great stuff. Um, The show taught children to embrace the negative values of commercialism, celebrity, and anti-intellectualism. Wow. So in the 90s, Sesame Street, she was alleging that Sesame Street just stopped being Sesame Street. Essentially. Yeah, and I I wonder, like, to call it anti-intellectualism. Yeah. um, I mean, okay, it reminds me of um, what's the uh, Teletubbies when they had programming that just had colors on the screen and sounds. Mm -hmm. And those were obviously for, like... the smallest of children yes right and people were complaining about that like destroying america and i i don't know if you should be showing children that (laughs) television i don't i don't know right no yeah that's that's a sesame street there yeah was geared towards kids from like three to five right i think Mm -hmm. yeah i think my my i think that range might actually be larger in terms i think you're right who would it be who would it would okay yeah oh you mean it larger than what i said yeah 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 um, her final thing she says in this article was that um, she charged that the studies that were conducted by CTW, quote, hint at advocacy masquerading as social science. Hmm. Well, she wasn't happy with with 90s Street. <laughs> mm, she was not. Um, and again, I'm just that particular one was a lot of it, uh, information on it, but there's a kind of a prevalent thing with the ratings and whatnot. Um, I also like that in the 90s it was just called The Street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder what she thought of Barney. Right. It came on know. after The Wire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she loved it. Maybe that was the problem at the right. time. It's like, it's like watching a book. <laughs> That's her describing Barney. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, in 94. For um, uh, actually, that's fine. I don't know about that one. Let's just, let's keep moving on. Most, if, I, if I don't keep going, I'll keep I'll keep keep down these rabbit holes. So, uh, 30th anniversary, ninety nine, right? Oh yeah, ninety nine. Um, so producers are are like, okay, what what's going on? Like, why are our ratings getting worse and worse and worse? Um, so they uh, hire a team of researchers to analyze the content. Uh and uh, structure during a series of two-week long workshops. So kind of harkening back to the very first original, like, before we make this thing, what do we want to do with it? And I was like, okay, something's broken. Let's figure out what's going on and how we can fix it. Um, They studied how children's viewing habits changed in 30 years. Um, They found that although Sesame Street was produced for three to five-year-olds, that was the intended audience. Um, children were starting to watch. Does it say that? Like on the show? No, no you, what you're, in, well, your you're research. What yeah. you're reading. Okay. Yeah. I, I Nick <laughs> said that exact <laughs> age range. Right the I whole know. time. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Microphone drop. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm out. We <laughs> were wrong Microphone drop dot XE. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, no. Dot, damn it. <laughs> dot wave. Anyway, um... 
<laughs> children are watching TV um, starting way younger than, than three. Uh, and preschool television is now way more competitive. Um, the research also showed the traditional uh, format that they had, had set up was not the best way to keep their attention. Um, the use of home video during the 80s uh, and the mm-hmm. increase of 30 minute, 30 minute children's shows on cable had uh, demonstrated that children's attention could be sustained for longer periods of time. But the research found that on average, about the 40 to 45 minute mark, people were kids were not watching anymore. They were stopping paying attention. I that's, that's, that tracks with my experience. Yeah, but that's quaint <laughs> by today's standards. That's 45 minutes for a kid in front of Lily can go about 40 minutes on something. Exactly. That's impressive. <laughs> I know. Well, she used to used to be more like 10, but lately she can if she's into it. Yeah. 40 is about her max and then she's like, "All right, I'm going to start doing other stuff." Yeah. Well, these people would agree with you. Good. So, in 98. So, there are all these studies Wait, uh, it was and, 99 wait, a second on. ago. Yeah, what do my my, my numbers here add up right? He's adding up Minus one equals <laughs> carry the um, carry the F. Um, so uh, like late nineties is that when um, America's funniest home videos was early nineties? Is that think. that more that early nineties? Okay, has it ever stopped being? America. Yeah, has it ever stopped? I don't think so. America. No, it's still going. I'm, yeah, it's still going. Yeah, I'm just wondering if there weren't enough golf clubs going into the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll walk over here. That's my right. No, you're yeah. Bob Saget impression yeah. of Bob Saget doing. Well, a no, voice. It's, it's Bob or it's um um. Oh shoot, what's his name? Well, Dang I'm, it! I'm talking about the the original. I the, think he's the original. The OG. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bob Saget. Yeah, I think I'll walk over here. Yeah. Remember he used to do those. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Bergeron, Tom Bergeron. Tom yeah. Bergeron. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to I'm sleep at night. If really cracking up. And I didn't have to look even look it up. It was yeah. just my good old computer brain figured it out. Yeah. Thanks, computer brain. Anyway, late 90s. Um, they're like, okay, we're going to stop the show at 45 minutes and slap on a 15-minute thing called Elmo's World. There it is. Ah. La, 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 yes. la, la, Elmo's World. Um, but Lily never saw it because she only made it 40 minutes. <laughs> Because <laughs> I mean, it's kind of brilliant. Basically, the show's going on, and the show essentially ends right when kids' uh, attention out. spans are going out. And all of a sudden, you have this. Now it's no longer real world. It's this bright, colorful, yeah. fantasy thing. Super simplified concepts, and it just like kids are like, whoa, okay, what's this now? And it worked beautifully. Yeah. Um. So much that you know, uh, Elmo became a phenomenon. Yeah. Did they? Did they eventually make it 30 minutes of Sesame Street and then 30 minutes of Elmo's World? I think, well, we'll get to that. But I think that did start, it started creeping more and more. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. I mean, Elmo gets. I don't think it ever became half and half, but it's become, it's gotten close. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, can I say it's a little bit weird, though, because Sesame Street was never like a straight narrative for 45 minutes. Right. Right. So it's not like they are sitting there. I mean, I guess there is a right story that runs That's through true. the whole thing. It's right. all, it, yeah, and even back then it was still segmented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. Um, 
Okay, yeah. So, Elmo's World uh, hits is a huge hit. Um, you know, I know there's a term for what the Elmo thing is. I can't think of the top of my head. But the craze? Yeah. There's whatever. The, you know, El- the Elmo craze? Yeah. There's a term for uh, Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, we all know. We Probably all around 96 because they had Tickle Me Elmo, and that was the big Christmas gift that yep. year. Yep. Uh, wow. Five million Tickle Me Elmo's was sold in 96. Five million. Wow. Um, um, okay, let's hit the 2000s. Um, so in 2000, uh, the Children's Television Workshop changed their name to... Sesame, Sesame Workshop. Indeed. Nick, two points. Um, <laughs> golf scores, so it's not good. Oh. Um, uh, they changed their name to Sesame Workshop to better reflect uh, their entry to sort of non-television and interactive online media. Oh, interesting. Yes. Because um, the children's television workshop doesn't really work very well. Old, old people yeah. do television. Uh, in 2002, um, they changed it even further by shifting the demographic from uh, to even y- younger. Um, it was three to five. It was three to five, and it sounds weird, but they basically went three to four. Mm. Okay. Yes. So that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> it does not sound <laughs> weird. Um, uh, as they said, we deconstructed the show. Um, they expanded Elmo's world mm. um, and kind of just changed everything up. Um, they added another corner. <laughs> <laughs> and got rid of it. Around the other corner. Um, you know, in the early 2000s there's a couple of major uh historical things happened in our country that uh mm-hmm. street both dealt with uh 9-11 and katrina um and those were really uh powerful episodes helping to deal with for kids to understand what was going on right um do you have any idea like how quickly they put out an episode after something like that hmm or mike just curious. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I mean, it took it took a whole year to get the the Mr. Hooper episode out. Yeah. But that was twenty years before this, so I don't know how much more rapidly they were able to do it after nine eleven and Katrina. Yeah, I don't know. In my notes, I don't have anything about it. So, um, yeah. I mean, okay. Well, I mean, I guess it was February. I say that, and then I literally my next sentence I wrote down here, uh, February fourth, uh, two thousand two. Was the nine eleven episode? Okay, that's it. That's not pretty fast. Yeah, it's yeah. five months. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, and I uh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. This ha- is this is good. Have either of you seen it or? Um, or? I saw. I know. I know. Definitely, I saw the Katrina one. Okay. Uh, there was numerous Katrina ones. Um, I don't remember if I did. I, I'm curious if they addressed it directly or if they created a metaphor or something. To so like for the Katrina one, it was a big storm hit Sesame Street and Big Bird's nest and his little area there got totally mm. demolished. Yeah. I mean, everything was totally, I think the only things that lasted that survived were the picture of Mr. Hooper and Radar, mm-hmm. the teddy bear. Everything else was just gone. And I, there's, this, there's this great, I say great, but it's a very poignant clip where Bigbird's very upset and he's, you know, crying and Gordon's like, it, it, it'll, it'll be okay. You know, it, it's okay. Actually, it's not okay. And this is really terrible that this happened, but we're going to make it better. Mm, and it was good. like, damn, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like that's, I don't know. It's just, 
a little bit of just very brilliant writing just to be like, yeah, like mm-hmm. shitty things happen and right. it's not okay. And let people feel validated that they feel that way. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, I'm sorry, did you have? No. Okay. Um, the mid aughts, um, Sesame Street kind of um, uh, brought it its back up to its heyday again. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now the most widely viewed television uh, show on the planet again. Um, where's Barney now? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Where is he? See you. Suck it, Barney. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm out. Oh man. Um, it's in like a back corner at Universal Studios. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, in 2000, that I only ever see when I'm there for Halloween Horror Nights, and he's not there. But it, it's still <laughs> like one of the facades is like the old Barney stage, and it looks like it's oh, hasn't being serious? been touched in four to five years. <laughs> they yes, still I'm do serious. the show. They still do a show though, in that stage. Do they still do a yeah, show? They do. I've seen it as I watched a video of it as recently as last year. Hmm. Crazy. Um, in South Africa, mm. on Takalani Sesame, um, they introduced a, a HIV-positive Muppet, oh, yeah. Kami, 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 I don't know. Um, and there was a huge backlash in the United States for it. Of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> Surprise! I know, it's <laughs> like, wait, what? Um, and Sesame Workshop were also like, what the hell? Like wh- what? Like okay. Um, In what year? Uh, this is oh uh, six. Ah, that's gross. No, sorry, oh three. <laughs> like I, I don't know. For some reason, like if it had been like maybe ten or fifteen years earlier, mm-hmm. I could understand the yeah. backlash because people were dumber then. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought everyone got smart after two thousand. People are dumber now. Yeah, possibly. Um. <laughs> Uh, I, I certainly am. Now, luckily, this particular outrage was pretty short-lived, yeah. uh, especially when Kofi Annan uh, and Jerry Fowell um, said, hey, this actually is awesome, and they kind of shut people up. Mm. So, um, 2006, Sesame Street officially had won more Emmy Awards than any other children's show, um, including winning um, uh, Outstanding Children's Series 12 years consecutively wow by that point um and we'll talk about their awards in just a little bit but um then the writers uh strike hit in 2008-2009 um which really really affected sesame street actually um they uh sesame workshop had to lay off 20 percent of its staff uh in 2009 jeez Including wow. Big Bird, <laughs> who was writing for last, last Parks scene, and Rec. That, last last that scene with, with Barney. <laughs> Turn tricks. Oh, God. Magic tricks. What's wrong with you? Oh, okay. They're illusions, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, okay. Um, let's see. So, again, they're doing... Still about hundred by the fortieth uh fortieth anniversary now, right? So we're in what is the nine ninety uh thirteen, twenty thirteen? No, fortieth. Nineteen ninety two thousand nine. I can't math well. Um <laughs> it's the fortieth anniversary of when we we're started. We're in this your podcast. classroom. <laughs> Jeez. Um so again, up until the fortieth <laughs> shut up. 
the fourth anniversary, they were still doing between 100 and 130 uh, episodes per season. Um, and then 2009, after that whole happened, they cut it down to 26 episodes per season. Wow, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, DVD sales were disappearing. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, DVDs were disappearing. Yeah, yeah essentially. DVDs were going yeah. away. Um, Sesame Street, uh, sorry, Sesame Workshop then creates a website um, creating a large library of classic um, uh, clips, Sesame Street clips, which is helping a bit. Um, which kind of brought back some uh, older viewers who haven't watched the show in a while. Uh, like, oh, I used to love that. And then they check it out. Um, the, uh, there was, gosh, I can't remember what year it was, um, but there was, I was on the year, on their pretty new YouTube channel. Somebody hacked it and replaced it with porn. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And it was a big deal. Yeah, because I got all that porn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. It's like one second, uh, uh, little Johnny and Susie learn about their ABCs. Oh, and next, no, they're no, learning no, about no, the D. No, no, no. I... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we shan't. I just came with that just now. I'm very proud of myself. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let them judge you. Right. Um, I I just heard the other day, I don't know how long this has been in effect, but that YouTube, anything that they categorize as for kids uh, doesn't link out to other videos. Is that right? Uh, is this a result oh. of COPPA? I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. There's a, there was a recent uh, uh, privacy act that that went into action that is sort of affecting YouTube in that if you don't clarify that your content is not directed at children, mm-hmm. you could potentially be penalized in some way. Like there's, so I wonder if it has something to do with yeah, that. Probably. Yeah. Cause I, I just, I know, you know, recently there was a big issue where a lot of people were uh, making children's content and then just sticking stuff into the middle of episodes right. that were yeah. disturbing, you know? Oh, right. And there's also, uh, there was, uh, I saw somewhere that there was, uh, that's probably, I saw this on Reddit, that there's videos on YouTube that, uh, like, child predators sort of link to, like, there's a network. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. That, that you, if you know it, if you know, like, this, the, the, uh, the indicators, you can find this stuff. And it's really... Messed up. That's yeah. disturbing. Yeah. And it's sort of like brought up this whole thing of like, what is YouTube's responsibility here? You yeah. know? Like right. That kind of thing. So anyway. Yeah. Um, so again, in the aughts, especially towards the mid to late aughts, um, uh, military deployments are huge. It's the highest it's ever been in our, in our so nation's you say history. M- uh, military? military deployments. Okay. So they start doing a whole series on um, how to deal with if a parent has to leave, how to, you know, it sounds weird, but when they come back, right. homecomings, mm-hmm. what happens if they don't come back? Yeah. Um, what happens when you, when your family leaves the military and goes to a civilian world that you may not be familiar with? Um, how to stay healthy, just go through all, the, all these processes. So they address that whole thing, which being a veteran, um, I did not know about that and I appreciated that. So They deployed Elmo's dad, I think. Uh, really? They, yeah, they really? might have. Or, yeah. Or somebody's dad. I don't know if it was Elmo. Elmo's dad 
definitely is a veteran. Okay. And I think they and I think he had to be deployed overseas at one point. That's okay because when Adam was saying that, I was wondering how that was actually happening in effect. I didn't know Elmo had parents, so that's a shock to me in the first place. But oh yeah, his dad uh, plays um, saxophone, I think. Hmm. Now, okay, so it, he did. He joined the mil- military, and I remember. I remember this episode actually. Um, uh, got a nice Adidas jacket or something. Elmo's dad's brother, aka Elmo's uh, uncle. Uh, died oh, overseas. Gosh! Wow. And they had did a whole episode of uh, dealing with did that like a family like reunion or something like that. And Elmo keeps asking where his uncle Jack is. And finally, like, his dad's like, "Okay." And, and not, I'm, being, I'm being way more like like he not, you're not understanding like he's not coming back. Right. And it was the whole thing about it. So yikes. Yep. But you know. But again, it's 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 good. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Who would have thought the Sesame Street episode three would would be worse than the murderers episode? <laughs> we're, 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 this, this I'm have, just saying this, this will have a happy ending. All right. right. So, um, starting in, and this is telling you what Mike was saying, uh, or somebody said earlier, um, season forty-three. Um, Elmo's world is replaced. With Elmo the Musical, which oh, then right, takes yeah. up <gasps> half of Sesame Street. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's a musical. The way it works is, yeah. I mean, yes, it's a musical, and it's just like there's some uh, musical that Elmo's putting on. There's a character called she called just Curtain, Magic Curtain, I think maybe. Um, unless this is different than velvet or something. Become. Oh, velvet! That's mm. it. It's velvet, and she... and it's like the top of the theater curtain. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, Elmo, let's put on a musical or something like that. And then <laughs> it's he's the like, top of a theater curtain. Yeah, you know, like there's. Yeah, like you know how it drapes down. Well, yeah, they put uh-huh. googly eyes on, and then it like. Yeah. Okay. The folds. I mean, it's Sesame Street. There's really nothing that's not. But it's not a real Muppet. It's a CGI. It's a CGI. Oh. Googly thing. eyes, so yeah. it looks even creepier when it's interacting with Elmo. Yeah, and so Elmo then imagines the stage and the. It's all through Elmo's imagination, and it's so so to jump ahead just a little bit in modern Sesame Street. Is the opening of the curtains its mouth? Imagine, okay, I'm gonna try to draw this in the air for you. All right. So here's the stage or the the opening of the stage, right? He's drawing a rectangle. Right. Uh huh. Then the curtains, the sort of drapes along the top like that, uh-huh. right? And then there's two things, the ones that shut yes right on either side okay her face is in one of the droopy drapes at uh, the top okay and the fold in that drape is her mouth okay all right and uh but anyway in, in modern sesame street um <laughs> well i think <laughs> mike is gonna show an image oh he put he pasted it you, adam would yeah, have to click on, on it for on. nick's sake but i got um, it i got it i got it i got it, I got it. No, I don't. It's on the other screen. So um, in modern uh, Sesame Street, you, the the sort of final segment is either going to be Elmo's world. There she is. There's ah, Velvet. Gosh. <laughs> Take a um, look at the show notes. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. 
So it'll either be Elmo's World or uh, Elmo the Musical. And, and and Elmo's World sometimes is old El- Elmo's World from the late 90s, early <laughs> yeah. 2000s. I, I, I misunderstood that, and I thought it was the world of old Elmo. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys! Guess what Elmo's thinking about today? Elmo has bad knees. Elmo, Elmo, Elmo's gout working up again. Um, no, so it's either the original version of Elmo's World from the late '90s, early 2000s, or it's the new Elmo's World, which is miles ahead in terms of like when you watch the old Elmo's World, you're like, I'm. It feels like you're watching VHS, and the effects are. Oh, you know, yeah. terrible compared to what we have now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I feel like there's this like this yellow patina over everything that is really unpleasant. But <laughs> um, I would still rather watch that than Elmo the Musical because mm-hmm. it is slightly unbearable. All right. I, until this point, haven't yet reviewed the archive i'm gonna go in and say good job getting yours right (laughs) five stars (laughs) um yeah and so as drew kind of alluded to now it kind of it alternates whether to do emma the musical or emma's world Mm -hmm. depending on 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 the episode okay that brings us to the 2010s um when does this gonger dude shows up i don't i want to make sure we get we address this as i think he shows up in 2017 or 2018 okay well, well okay yeah, actually very recent here's the thing he actually first appears in Furchester hotel which is a sesame street like oh, show that happened in the uk and it oh. has various characters from sesame street that work at this hotel and gonger first appears there as the chef i believe which would track right Okay. Um, <laughs> I've never seen him before. Oh, he's the best. Gonger's you should the best. look him up if you're not familiar. It's yeah. a nice and, looking and, character. And he, everything about him matches what you're looking at. Mm. I mean, you he's... I can hear him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do your voice. What do you think he sounds like? We're back. No, but... I'm Gonger. Yeah. He sounds like this. That's better. That's what I was trying to do. I'm just not very good at voices. Hey, do you guys know Tiny Chef? The Instagram mm. chef. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little fur dude. He's like, it's amazing. Shout out, look up. No, I, I'm <laughs> it's in the it. show notes. Check out Tiny Chef. Yeah. So I don't know when Gong, I don't know when Furchester Hotel was happening, but Gonger makes his way over to Sesame Street. I believe it, at least. 2018 maybe 2017 oh wow so really recently he's very recent yeah, yeah. but i think he's a hit so Furchester hotel launched in 2014 joined in season 48 which so yeah two years yeah ago. three years two, ago two or three years yeah, ago there yeah. you go yeah 2017 all right should i talk about gonger at this point or? Uh, almost okay. uh we're almost there um i love gonger so uh 2014 Mm-hmm. Um, in response to increased online and mobile viewing and increased competition from other programs, uh, Sesame Street is cut down to 30 minutes. That was in what year? 14. Oh. Yeah. Now, the hour-long version is still being shown on PBS in the mornings, and the new version, which is only half hour long, is shown in the afternoons. 
is the hour long an old episode? No, no, no. So basically, they took. They, sorry, let me clarify. They're still making hour long versions, mm-hmm. but they are editing them down to a half hour when the kids go from school, essentially. Okay. Um, they also launched Sesame Go, which is streaming old and new episodes of, of the show whenever people want it. Uh, in 2015, because they're still kind of, you know, they're doing all right, but uh, doing a little better, uh, a cable service, um, Hobo, <laughs> uh, HBO, uh, um, partners up, and they will, from now on, run the uh, Sesame Street. All episodes will first run on HBO and then move to PBS after um, nine months after uh, HBO shows them. And from what I understand, this sort of saves Sesame Street, right? Like they had lost, I think they had lost a lot of funding publicly. At or they, not pu- but yeah. from the government. They, they were cut off from the government years right. earlier. Um, in 2014, they had an 11, they ended the year at an $11 million loss. Because I know that I know that they got a lot of grief for this partnership, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of I guess people who uh, there was there were a lot of people saying, "Oh, you know, people can't afford HBO," despite the fact that the show was going to continue. Yeah, again, just on nine PBS months later. Just later. later. Um, <coughs> I should mention right before this whole thing happened, uh, they were down to making uh, eighteen episodes. Wow! Yeah, per season, down from one hundred and thirty. So when they move to HBO, is this when it it they officially are now thirty minute episodes? They're no longer an I hour long so. version. I believe so. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And they there and are they, a few like hour long specials mm-hmm. that they right. sprinkle yeah. in here or there. Like they had an hour long Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they sign up to remake thirty five episode seasons. Mike, did you do that on your podcast? Nope. No. No, I did an old one uh, from 1978. I'll happily be a guest on the new one. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he doesn't want you. Right. Yeah. Sounds all great. Right. Can't wait to have when that I episode. do that episode, right. you'll be the first to know. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm probably going to do it at, at some point. Yeah. Um, there are a few others I want to get to before that, though. Anyway, continue. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, they're they're like, this is one of the toughest decisions we ever had to make. Right. As far as partying with HBO. Um, and there was a huge backlash, as right. you kind of uh, implied. They're like, um, it favored privileged children over less advantaged children, um, which was supposedly the whole focus of the show. Um, they criticized the episodes first airing on HBO, uh, a network with adult dramas and comedies, and right. et, cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Again, we think Sesame Street should be on television. HBO is not television. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's it's not TV. <laughs> and in a weird way, hey, there we go. It took me a second. <laughs> uh, but in a weird, weird way, it's kind of the Muppets coming, you know, they're not really coming home. Fraggle but Rock. Like Fraggle Rock, exactly. Yeah. Fraggle Rock was an right. HBO show. Yeah. So. Hmm? Um, okay. But that was for adults. Okay. No, it was in 2017. Let's see. That happened in... Sorry, my my years are getting off now. Dang it! Four stars. Two stars. stars. <laughs> years were off. Um, yes, it was 2017 when it dropped down from one hour to 30 minutes. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Fewer characters, um, which makes sense because that was right when um, they officially announced they were unceremoniously firing all of the uh, most of the human cast. Yeah, they. I I we had not started watching yet, but 
um, Ashley had read about this, that like prior to pretty much, I think the season before Lily started watching, there was way more human characters and they, Mm. they got rid of a lot of people. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. especially like the three, uh, Gordon, uh, Luis and Bob just, they found out like, I think, I think through social media and they were like, Oh, um, wow. They still come back though. Well, because people lost their damn minds. Um, me including <laughs> one of those people. Yeah. Like I wrote angry posts online, just like I was like, "This is insane! This yeah. is absolutely insane!" And so they're like, "Oh uh, no, we didn't really mean to like <laughs> fire them. It's just they're we're gonna have them on less." Yeah. yeah, that's it. Sorry, everyone. And they and they made good on that. Yeah, they do. They do bring them back. Gordon every shows up quite a bit. Well, he was the first. Yeah. So you know he's he will hopefully. Book end if and when the show ever ends, it'd be like uh, what does Lucas always say? I always forget. The, it's like poetry. It's like poetry. Yes. God damn it! If you end this episode with him dying, <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> no, no Roscoe Orman is just fine. As of this recording. Wait, hold on. This said Justin. No. Oh, don't do that, dude. Oh God, don't do that. Um. Okay, so yes, 2017. Um. Through uh, 2019, a lot of big years. Um, uh, uh, Julia is introduced in 2017, the first Muppet with autism. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that puts us just well here. This bit that now now we're at Gonger. So talk to me about Gonger. Hooray! So we started. My family started watching Sesame Street in 2018, um, or no, in 2019. Sorry. Um, Lily, we sort of had this, we said no TV until she's two and then some TV and we started with Sesame street. And, um, at this point the show is structured in three segments. Um, it's five minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) There's only two episodes a year. (laughs) The last two minutes are Elmo's world. And it's on HBO (laughs) up all night. Yeah. It's on Skinamax. Um, (laughs) They saved it. Um, Barney has a show afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's now the show has three main segments. The first segment is Sesame Street proper. It's like (laughs) first (laughs) the (laughs) preparatory. That used to be. They recently like another episode. Yeah, there was big controversy. Elmo famously removed the uh, prefatorium from. <laughs> anyway, I, I guess I am the, kind of the Elmo of our kind. Thank you, Drew. Nick Ben loves you. <laughs> um, I have something to say about that. Anyway, first third of the show is Sesame Street. Then the middle segment. Uh, could be various things there like there are different running kind of features that they have so mm-hmm. there's uh uh there's different movie parodies with cookie monster that they'll do um there are smart cookies which is cookie monster with three cookies and they're like detective slash police slash you know team that goes out and tries to foil this a uh, guy called the Crumb, uh, which is actually really. I was funny. hoping to say this guy called Tin Foil. No, yeah. trying to foil Tin Foil. 
they're really good because the crumb, the whole thing is every single time they're like Cookie Monster, keep an eye out for the crumb. And the crumb is just a, a chef guy. He's a Muppet. Um, and they give him a picture of the crumb so he knows what the crumb looks like. And then the crumb shows up and it'll have like a fake mustache on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Cookie will be like, same hat as crumb. <laughs> same <laughs> eyes as crumb. You da crumb. And then Crumb goes, no, I have this mustache. <laughs> oh, okay, you go. <laughs> uh, so that's always good. But then one of the other segments was uh, Monster Foodies. And this featured Cookie Monster and Gonger and their food truck. And the way that it works is they show up on Sesame Street in their truck. They get a call on their iPad from a kid. And the kid's like, hi, Cookie Monster and Gonger. I love tacos. Can you make some tacos for me? And then they pull up a recipe. Is Gonger uh, British? No, Gonger, I guess maybe he's from New Orleans. Kind of a transatlantic <laughs> accent. He's <laughs> a Creole? Kind yeah, of? he's sort of Creole. I mean, right. I don't know. He's, he's, uh, he's yeah, he, I did his voice earlier. He's like, right. let's hear it again. Um, so uh, Cookie Monster would be like, how we make tacos. Let's pull up the recipe. And then he'd pull up the recipe. I have no frame of reference. I'm assuming that's that's a spot It's very good. It's very good. (laughs) Um, So they pull up the recipe, and then they're like, here's what we need. Cook, and they sort of pull everything out, and then invariably, Cookie has eaten one of the things already, one of the ingredients. (laughs) Classic. So then they have to either go to the factory or the farm where that thing is produced. And then you get a little, how is that thing made? Oh, that's cool. Segment. And then they come back. <laughs> Did they do sausages? They haven't done sauce as far okay. as I know. <laughs> People um, famously don't like to see how they are made. That's <laughs> why I'm asking. <laughs> so then they come back to Sesame Street and they make the thing and then they catapult it to the kid. And then the kid shows up again on the iPad and is like, thanks, Cookie Monster and Gonger, and eats the thing. Nice. Um, but I, fi- it, I find it so delightful. I, I, like, in the mornings, Ash and I would kind of trade off, like, who's uh, getting Lily situated with breakfast and stuff and who's while the other person. <laughs> who's just sitting there watching Sesame No, no, wha- <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's my morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then the other one of us is getting ready, and I would always be really bummed if I heard the Monster Foodies tune happening <laughs> from upstairs because I loved watching Monster Foodies. Um, I made, for Lily's second birthday, I made a Monster Foodies truck out of cardboard for her. Whoa. You did? Nice. I did. I can find a photo and put that in the show notes. Please do. Um, but, uh, yeah, that gonger to me is like... He is prime Muppet material. Like, awesome. If if he they, is like, yeah, he is definitely like Henson era level yeah. Muppet. Like it would be fantastic. one of the best ones I've seen in a long, long, long time. It, it would be great if if you know if ever uh, Sesame and Henson, um, or Sesame and Disney. I don't know if if if, if everything merges back together, which I guess it eventually will. Disney will buy everything. Um, it'd be great to see Gonger <laughs> show up in some Muppet stuff because ah. he's he would fit really well. He could be a, he could be a foil for the Swedish yeah. chef. And and so for initially, Gonger ever only showed up in that Monster Foodie segment. 
And as of this new season, he has been on Sesame Street proper a few times. Like, they are on Sesame Street, but you never see Elmo. You never see Telly. It's just those two. Right. And uh, for the 50th anniversary special and then the subsequent uh, season 50, he's actually been there with all the other Muppets, which is cool. It's cool for me, being a fan of Gonger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I can do it. Um, You're a gonger head. I also wanted to say so. Oh, so the, that's the middle segment, and then the final segment is either Elmo's World or Elmo the Musical. I, that's what I assumed. Yeah. And you know, one thing that uh, I I don't think I picked up on until having a kid was so at the end of Elmo's World, Elmo always says, "Elmo loves you." Right. You mentioned this. And in the first uh, episode. Yeah. When I realized why he does that, I got really choked up one day because I realized this is for the kids who no one says that to. Yeah, so you, know? you literally verbatim said this in the first episode. Oh, okay. Of Sesame Street. It's Sorry. still a very nice sentiment. Yeah. Just, he should keep going. Oh, yeah. But it's, it, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's wonderful because there's so many, and, and there's so many kids who don't have uh, parents who express that, even if the parent feels that, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard for, for someone to express something like that. So, what seems sort of might seem cloying or, you know, uh, sort of uh, easy, easy. Yeah. It's actually, I think a really one of the more important things that Elmo brings to that show is unconditional love, you know, that a kid may otherwise not experience, especially that show is a very safe place as well. And so, um, that paired with that that sentiment of love, I think, is really important. Agreed. All right, a couple of final things here before we uh, send this. By the way, I, let me just say, like, modern Sesame Street, I think, is fantastic. Um, and I, I think Mike would agree with you. Yes. Yeah, it's in a much better place than it has been in a long time. Uh, and unfortunately, my kids kind of don't really watch it anymore. I know. And also, yeah. well, for one, we don't get HBO anymore. Yeah, Lily has has lost interest to a certain certain degree, unless it's a new episode. But she used to watch episodes she'd seen mm-hmm. over and over. But now there's also other things vying for her attention at this point because we've widened mm-hmm. the sort diversified of, yeah gamut of what she can watch. But <clears throat> so not as much Sesame Street happening. That's okay. Yeah, it's a like a lot of my kids' interaction with Sesame street characters or either from books. Cause we've got a whole bunch of books right? and I've read them, the monster at the end of this book countless times. Yeah. Uh, uh, or, uh, they've seen follow that bird. They've seen Christmas Eve on Sesame street. We have a few DVDs from like late nineties that I've hung on to or my parents hung on to and then gave back to me. So, but that's it. So we just had the 50th anniversary Yes. Um, lift, yes. Uh, last year, um, we when we started this whole journey down uh, to Sesame Street, um, as of the 50th anniversary, um, they have produced uh, Sesame Street has over 4,500 episodes, 35 TV specials, 200 home videos, and 180 albums. YouTube channel has five million subscribers, and the show has about 24 million followers on social media. To that end, I am slowly working my way through. And becoming uh, Facebook friends with all the main old main cast. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> most recent addition, uh, and I, I apologize, I can't remember the actress's name. 
Um, but Maria, in the last month or so, added me on. Oh, uh, Sonia Mazzano. Thank you. Who uh, was great on Twitter for a while. I don't know if I still follow her, but. Um, so, yeah, I have uh, Gordon, Bob, and, and Luis, ironically, uh, were the three that I already had, and now I have Maria. Um, I had Gordon, had, sorry, Roscoe Orman, um, has responded directly to at least three things I've said on his page. Um, and then on the 50th anniversary thing, I put a congratulations on Bob's page. Bob said thank you, and Roscoe Orman said thank you to me. Mm. And I started crying. Mm. <laughs> That's big. I just—it's—they were like our first teachers. It's, yeah, it's 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 this surreal like my childhood heroes who were loving and caring to me through the screen. Mm-hmm. Thirty-five years later, directly said thank you, Adam. Yeah. And you know whatever that means in this big crazy old world, it just it just hit me right in the feels. So did you watch the fiftieth? Um, the special. I have not seen it yet. No. It's pretty good. Um, I'll say this. How do you? Well, let me ask. How do you feel about Joseph Gordon-Levitt? He hosted it, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Okay. I, he's great. I feel like he has an energy that you either are really into or really can't take. No. So if you can't take his energy, <laughs> then get out of the get out of the, get out of the street. <laughs> but it was pretty neat. They go around the corner. Yeah, they had I think as many of the you know people from the over the various years on it as they could. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they did some some new takes on some of the you know old classics from the show mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, it, it was neat to see, especially the like the, at the very end, they kind of gather everyone up. And oh sure, um, yeah. Sesame Street uh, Day, um, I think, is November tenth. Now um, they actually made a street Sesame Street in New York. Um, they were honored at the Kennedy Center in December, um, the first television show ever to be honored. Wow. Uh, to be honored at the Kennedy Center. Um. Hmm. um Lady named uh, Joan Cooney was there at uh, the Kennedy oh. Center, um, and uh, Lloyd Morissette was there too. So two of the co-founders hey. okay. were at the Kennedy Center. I remembered her name. I didn't remember Lloyd. What'd you say, Mike? I said they made it. Yeah, they made it. <laughs> uh, Big Bird, Elmo, Abby Cadabby, which we didn't talk about a whole lot, but um, yeah, some she's, of the she's main... been huge. Yeah, it, it, Elmo it... Part Two, so to speak. Yeah, she's. In... I really like Abby Cadabby. Um, Lily was a big fan of Abby for a while. Yeah, that is solidly in the post my knowledge era. Yeah, of Sesame it's Street. It's interesting to see when I when we started watching it. It was interesting to see like which ones are still around. Who's more forefront now? Who's mm-hmm. more like Bert and Ernie are still there, but they're definitely not uh, in the uh, forefront the way they used to be. Fun fact: Ernie actually was retired after Henson's death. Mm. They oh. said they made numerous statements. We will not be replacing his voice actor until they did. Until they did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you don't see Telly as often. He he does come around, but he's not there as often. Sort of the main Muppets now are Elmo, Big Bird, Cookie Monster. I would say those are like, oh, and Abby. Those are like the main ones who mm. get the most play. The Count's around a lot, too. The I Count see. is there. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, Count, yep. I think he's got a niche, you know. They're they're gonna keep the count around because he's the numbers <laughs> guy, right? Um, 
you you don't see Snuffleupagus as often. Um, you said it wrong again, but that's okay. And uh, what did I say? You said Snuffleupagus. What, you, what should I have said? Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Yep. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> um, you know, I refrain from a lot of corrections <laughs> from somebody else on this podcast. Who's that? <laughs> um, there's Ro- Rosita... Sita. Um, there is. I should have done a list. Who's the the guy in the street? Uh, the, the orange one that he goes around and is he a little sheep? Murray. Like oh, Murray. Murray. Murray doesn't show up as much anymore. All right. He. I think he came around in 2015 or so. Mm-hmm. And um, no, he was around before that. Like, but like early 2010s. Okay. And he. And then I don't think I think he got cut back a lot after yeah. the HBO switch. He and he doesn't. He, I don't know that he ever showed up on Sesame Street itself. I don't think he ever did. I feel like he was always a few times. Yeah, but his, only a few times. I like his segments a lot. He, his stuff's pretty funny. First oh, time yeah, I ever saw great. his, I was like, oh, "What is this?" And then meet like halfway through, I was like, "Okay, I'm in." Yeah, like I dig this. I don't get it, but I, I like What's it. What's interesting is Obahita, his uh, sheep friend. <laughs> I was like, "What are you saying right now?" Well, that's his sheep. Friend, she does show up still on Sesame Street. Oh, really? Every once in a while, yeah. Hmm. It's actually pronounced Oba Pita. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. I'm. I think we're already like way over time again, aren't we? We're not too bad. It's we're we're over time, but we didn't. We had to get here. That's true. So the last thing I was gonna talk about, like literally the last thing, was the music, because I feel like I couldn't. It would just. Some other things I had to just kind of let go by the wayside, but the music in, in Sesame Street is just so iconic. Incredible um, to me that you've let things go by the wayside. Oh my gosh, in dude! This three part. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Series. Like as I as I kind of uh, joked about, I think on episode one, I could talk about this for uh, we hours done and hours a deep and hours. Dive, I guess. I <laughs> Season four. Of Season deep four dive. of deep dive. Exactly. <laughs> um, but there's a guy uh, named uh, Joe Rep- Reposo. R A P O S O Raposo. I don't sure. know. I right. think that's it. I think I think you're right. Um, and he did um, pretty much. If you think, and I don't say anything aloud, but if you think of music from Sesame Street, there's a good chance he wrote that song. Um, and to that end, we're gonna do a little thing we like to call a listination. A listination. <laughs> Um, so if, I'm telling you, your, your, your odds are going to be high. <laughs> Nick is like not, not digging this. Oh, um, I'm, I'm fine. I'll just stand over here. <laughs> so I want you to try to guess songs that, that, uh, Joe Raposo wrote. And we'll start with Nick. Um, uh, sure. In the last episode, I established that I only know one song from Sesame Street and that's the, uh, I'm going to stop. I guarantee you know more than one. All right. All right. But okay. I won't pick the one that I said that I knew. I will go with the theme song. Correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, Drew. Uh, Ladybug Picnic. Man, you just, you, you had, there's so many main ones to choose from and you kind of like veered off real quick. I don't think he had Ladybug Picnic. That is a picnic. major one. I, it's a, it's what did Drew say? It, he said Ladybug Picnic. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, my uh, I'm going with people Am in I your out? neighborhood. 
Hang on. Am, am I out? Was it not on your list? Oh. It wasn't. I want to make sure in case that is correct. Oh, okay. I don't want to. Yeah. Um, no, it's not correct. <laughs> I no. beat Drew. Oh, wait. Yeah, it was no, uh, it's, no, it's Don, Don, yeah. Don Hadley and Bud Lucky. I feel like I win in a certain way. <laughs> um, People in your neighborhood. That's not what I either. Jeez Louise. I won. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Judges? All um, of the okay. most popular Sesame Street songs, except for those two. <laughs> I said <laughs> almost. Um, no, he didn't. <laughs> Nick wins. Nick wins. That's the shortest hallucination <laughs> ever. Uh, that was written by Jeff Moss. I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted right I feel now. like this is actually tracks quite a bit with these hallucinations where the, the 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 subject matter experts tend to go out pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm floored right now. I I thought this would go at least a few rounds before you guys started struggling. My my um, next guest was going to be everyday people. Oh, <laughs> 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 good job. Oh my gosh. Um. All right. What else did he? What right. else did he write? I hold I'm pulling the list up right now. Um. How do you not have a list? Up? I have it up. I'm pulling up another one. So uh, another the, the, one the theme. Uh, he wrote uh, somebody come and play. He wrote uh, C is for cookie. Um, C is for he wrote, cookie. would you like to buy an O? Uh, okay. He wrote a uh, new way to walk. He wrote uh, a little song uh, uh, called uh, doing the pigeon. Classic. Oh, what um, about rubber ducky? Bert. Uh, no, Bert sang that. <laughs> Who wrote it? <laughs> Who wrote it? Bert. I just told you. <laughs> no, Bert didn't write it. Bert sang it. Sang you, it off the cuff. Are you not listing? Wait, what was the hallucination? Who wrote the book, the songs, or who sang them? Who wrote them? So, who wrote Rubber Ducky? Bert, oh, Bert did. Good grief, Adam. What are we talking about right now? Oh, Bert <laughs> sang that. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> I want to do a new hallucination. <laughs> What are we talking about yeah. right now? Adam, go. Uh, Jeff Moss. Which Muppet sang which song? <laughs> Jeff Moss. Uh, also wrote Rubber Ducky. He did. Yes. This is the guy we're talking about? Uh, no. Dif- no, we're talking oh, about. Yes. He, so I still, that was not an, a listination item. What? Never mind. Did he write Rubber Ducky? No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> But he wrote doing the pigeon. Yes, uh, he also wrote Akbedek. Uh, how do you say it wrong? The That's the one. That's it. Yes, that's it. Most remarkable word I've ever seen. Phonetically spoken. Yes. Ah. He wrote I love trash. Oh yeah. Um. He also. Uh. So he he did not write, but he arranged Rubber Ducky. Okay. Um, Rubber Ducky peaked at number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1970. Wow. And stayed in the top 100 for seven weeks. That's crazy. Rubber (laughs) Ducky, you're Um, He also wrote The First Time It Happens from Mike. The First Time It Happens. Great Muppet Caper. Yes. Uh, I had to sing it before I could get the name of the movie. Like, ah. 
nominated for uh, best song uh, Oscars uh, that year. Really? And, and that lost. is not on Sesame Street. I know. Lost to a uh, theme from Arthur. Um, <laughs> As it should. Wow, that's the theme. That is. That's yeah, it was on. It was I one of our crazy mixtapes. Was it? Yes. No. But it's true. <laughs> I didn't listen to that episode. <laughs> um, two other main songs that he wrote that I uh, wanted to bring up. Uh, one was called Being Green. Not on Sesame Street. Yes. Well, originated from Sesame yeah, Street. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yes. Um, he wrote that song. One of the producers walked up and said, hey, we need a song. Um, I need to write a, something like, I need to write a damn song for the show tomorrow. A damn song? Yes, that was like the direct quote that he was told. <laughs> uh, we need a damn song for Kermit to sing for the show tomorrow. And he said, and there's something that the producer said, don't forget it, he's a green Muppet. <laughs> he literally said, and, and this is on this quote, and he's like, okay, and he's like, green. Huh, green. This is bullshit. This I, is, the producer sued him for like writing credits. And yeah. He's like, hey, you remember I told you he was green. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he went the next day. Don't and forget, he, he's a green muppet. <laughs> I don't know. That's what, what the quote said. Um, but he went that night and wrote "Being Green." Um, Just needed to write a damn song. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ray Charles famously covered it. Van Morrison covered it. Frank Sinatra, who was friends with uh, Joe, covered it. It's been covered many, many, many times. Um, yeah. One of the probably most. One of the most of the most iconic uh, Sesame Street song ever, um, written in you know, like a twelve-hour period. Just kind of went home and just mm. threw it out there. Uh, last uh, biggest one he wrote was "Sing." Sing. Sing, sing, a, sing song. a song. Sing out loud. Sing it wrong. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Carpenters covered it in '73. <laughs> And it hit number three on the Billboard singles charts. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Um, Did he write, uh, let's all get in the automobile. Let's all let's get take in, a ride ride in, in the, the car. car. Something, 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 something. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. No, that was uh, <laughs> Rebecca <laughs> Black, I think. <laughs> 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 no, Bert sang that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, he also wrote uh, music for uh, Ledger Company, Shining Time Station, and the theme to Three's Company. Wow. Hmm. Did he write three, two, one, contact? contact. It's the thing, and <laughs> it's the best one. You are really going to like the theme song, Contact. <laughs> Do you know what we're talking about, Nick? Yeah. Okay, good. I <laughs> <laughs> wasn't really sure if you were... Oh, my gosh. Digging He's digging it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Three, uh, also did the... Contact. Uh, likewise, the, the Ropers. He did that one also. Um, all right. That's pretty much all I had. Um, this music part didn't go as well as I thought it was going to. Um, I think it went it <laughs> as well as Wonderful. I expected it to go. All right. For the next three hours. <laughs> right. Um, oh, one final quick thing on the numbers. Um, Sesame Street has won 189 Emmys. And eleven Grammys. Wow. Wow. Yep. No Oscars or Tonys yet. We'll get there. Whoopi's like, suck it, Sesame <laughs> Street. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, I, I'm gonna try to play a song. I don't know if it's gonna work or not. Because let's 
Uh, how's the volume? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna hit play and see what happens. Okay. So, uh, are we are we going um, out on this side? Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess if you guys have any sort of final thoughts, real quick, um, I want to actually just like listen to it. So feel free to like talk and comment or anything as we listen to this uh, little song on, on our way out. Um, but uh, I want to thank Mike for doing this, um, for being thank along you. for this ride. Um, maybe we'll do an addendums episode of this. Second. Uh, oh, <laughs> Drew's face was perfect. I hope we do. His eyes like weren't really sure what to do in his no. head. Like they, they tried to roll, but they also yeah. tried to look up, and they just kind of fought for a while. It was, it was beautiful. Uh, any final thoughts or anything on Sesame Street? I'm glad I won that game. <laughs> you just you you rocked it, <laughs> and I learned a lot here. And Adam, Nick Main loves you. Oh, oh, thanks. That was good. It's nice, Maine. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Will you say that uh, you love me in Barney's voice, Drew? I love you too, Adam. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Mike, anything? You love me? <laughs> Mike can do Kermit. Uh, no. no. <laughs> I, uh, we we covered a lot. This has been fantastic. Thank you for thinking of me. Yeah, dude. Totally. All right, uh, so um, once this song is over, we will be putting this in the archive. Um, this song so is 12 minutes long. It's, 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 it's just a little over two minutes. Uh, please enjoy. And again, if you feel... theme from Arthur. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Oh, that would have been perfect. There's still time. Uh, no, I've committed to this. Here we go. say this i much prefer modern elmo to original elmo interesting original elmo is bratty af it's cookie monster i know carpenter sang this <laughs> i gotta look up that version actually at the count the count yeah. Jerry Nelson, I think, passed away also. Okay. Did he just talk about somebody else dying? Nope. <laughs> Jesus, Adam. <laughs> you talked over the joke. Trying to quite put down the ducky. <laughs> Maybe. It's snuffy. I can't tell who the... Maybe... Zoe? No. <laughs> Barkley. <laughs> and who's the owl there? Is that Chewbacca? It's 
realize, can Mike hear this? Oh yeah, Mike, no, you I, can't. I can't hear anything. Has oh. been <laughs> playing for the last like three minutes. <laughs> Mike's like, oh, this is that segment of the podcast where they just <laughs> sit in silence. <laughs> oh. Oh, good. He's he's getting video of. He just it was sing. Listen to the entire song. Well, we're just I, none of that. <laughs> really <laughs> listing off Sesame characters. Song, I'm like, all right. <laughs> this is the best. That's right, because we had to send in the link to yeah, him last time. Right. No, okay, well, well, we'll start over with this episode. <laughs> that's fine. Right. Um, all right. Uh, this episode's brought to you by the uh, number three. Mm-hmm. And the letter H as normal. And let's get